Welcome back to Volumes, and in this episode, I did a sort of like podcast collaboration where I spoke with the guys over at Nest. Uh, Nest uh, stands for Northern Entertainment Sound Transmission, and it's basically a gaming podcast hosted by three really awesome guys. So yeah, in this episode, I spoke with them about why they created a podcast and what they're doing and stuff like that. So hope you enjoy, and thanks for listening. Um. So yeah, if you are ready to start, I'm ready to start. Yeah, just go. Ready whenever. Yeah. Yeah, I don't really it. ever have an intro. No, get in the mic. Oh, bro, brother. He thought he freaked me out because he's like, bro, you're going to blow his fucking... <laughs> it would have been worth it. Um, I'm going to so face yeah. it that way so you can't see the logo. You don't I know, get, so you don't get yeah. copyright strikes. So you don't get copyright strikes. Because I'm sponsored by Rockstar. <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah, do you want to introduce yourself? Go around the table. Um... I've not planned any of this. That's I don't like plan anything right, when I go into good. them. I just wing it. I just <laughs> I just see what you just want to talk about, what the other person wants to talk about, and just go with it. That's good. And just kind of like bounce back. So, do you want to start for yourself? I start. Um, so my name's Andrew. What am I? You age? nailed it. I'm twenty-four. <laughs> Literally every time 20, I'm like, yeah. breaks a sweat. Um, and yeah, my job has nothing to do with what I do. Do you want to talk about, about your job? Uh, well. Currently, I'm unemployed. <laughs> <laughs> Off to a good start. <laughs> yeah. okay. Off to a good start. That's a great start. Um, as like a pensions administrator, so it was like the most boring thing you could do and like prudential. So, got him in the pee somehow. But yeah, um, I'm one part of Nestcast. I like playing games, and I like seeing my homies. Awesome. <laughs> that was beautiful. You, you can't I know. Out. How much? That's all right. I'll leave. Um, I'm Mackenzie Mackie. Uh, I'm only 21. I'm 22 in two weeks or three weeks. Can't remember when. I'm 21 three quarters. I'm 21 three quarters. I swear I'm old though. Um, <laughs> again, my job has nothing to do with what I do. I'm an apprentice joiner for four years. Only in my first year. Again, I like games, like my mates. And I'm another part of Nestcast. I don't really know <laughs> what to say, to be honest. Yeah. I'm really sorry, but I swear every podcast I've been in recently, I've always been left with a squeaky chair. So I need to decide on a, <laughs> a position. <laughs> I need to go like, I'll need to lean back like here and move this here. I'm also like completely like, I have no confidence in myself Thanks. enough to answer a question on, please introduce yourself. Cause I'm just like, I'm an ant, right? I am literally <laughs> a speck of dust, right? I'm nothing. <laughs> Take it away, Jack, after that one. Um, I'm Jack, I'm 24. Um, my job kind of involves games, I suppose, because I work at CEX. Ah, yeah. <coughs> um, you get them good discounts. It's all right. <laughs> you got me a couple of discounts. Yeah. Um, I'm another part of Nestcast. Um, I love playing games. I think we all do too. Yeah, yeah, we kind of fucked the version of the podcast. I, just, like, I, 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 I was going through Andy's memoir in my head and I was like, I'll just replace that with me instead. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, I like games, uh, I like my homies. That'll do. That'll be good enough. Yeah. <laughs> Copy and paste. This is pretty much how this podcast is. <laughs> we like friends, we like games. And yeah, let's talk about some games. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. I was really hoping one of you would just be like, I actually just hate games. I just wanted to be a part of something. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty much Ash, yeah. That was Ash, yeah. 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 Um, Ash so yeah, me. before we started filming, uh, you were, were like, we we're kind of just talking, and I said like, what got you into gaming? And he's all we're like, oh, like yeah, there was clearly. Oh, like I feel like question. it's been like hyped up, but it's, it's just really. it's more so like we remember like our I first one. I don't want disappointed now. So. I know. Uh, well, it started in the Congo in '97. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
You know what would be uh, disappointed if you've seen how this podcast is going already, bro. It's totally going <laughs> exactly. downhill from here. Um, no, I don't have like any big, it's just more so like they're nice stories. I think, you know, it's, I think we were remembering like our first episode going over like good memories like that yeah. and just more so like growing up with games rather than how mm. we got into it. So I don't think anyone's got any important like memories how they started, but definitely when we've been growing up with games. Mm. But I started, it was like my, I think it was my brother's fiance's wedding uh, or like engagement party, like 97 or 98. And I remember she just had like a PlayStation 1 set up in her upstairs bedroom. It must have been like something that like our dad picked up for like both because they were like early, like late teens to early 20s. And there was Abe's Odyssey set up. And I don't know what, what I was doing. I was just like, Oh, the little aliens moving left to right. Dying over and over again. But um, because they were all like partying downstairs, I just was sat up there playing about, not doing anything, but then they were like, oh, well, I'm an adult. I've got to 20 years old, time to move away from gaming. <laughs> um, so then she was like, oh, we'll just take that up with you. Um, so yeah, I had my own PlayStation 1, and then I remember just like playing Crash Bandicoot and stuff with mm. my parents, and the rest is history there, really. Mm. I think we all kind of started off on the same platforms, yeah. I started so, off on the PlayStation 1, because <coughs> I literally came home from nursery one day for my birthday, my <coughs> bought it with Rayman 2 to start me off. Fair. So I'm pretty traumatic Challenge game from the get-go. Um, and no, just from there, just kind of looked at different platforms, different yeah. games, and kind of formulated a love for them. We, were, we spoke about that on one of our I think it was on our first episode and you were we were all talking about like the first game that we remember playing mm-hmm. and one of my favourite franchises Resident Evil and Andy yeah, was yeah. like right Mac you got to talk about your first game but I swear to god if it's Resident Evil you're, we've got some business to do <laughs> child protective <laughs> yeah, services they're going to be called in a minute yeah I'm pretty much just the same uh, just remembering my older cousin playing Tombe and Final Fantasy 7 all the time and then going to my other cousin's house and him playing Resident Evil 2 mm. and then they get a wee bit older and he would look after me and playing Resident Evil 4 and just thinking it was like the scariest game ever and it was too I was too scared to even play games like that I was too scared to even go on YouTube in case like a YouTube video would have a pop-up in it you know what I mean just anything that had a scream I would, I'd be way too scared and now that's like probably my favourite kind of game even like horror movies as well like I, I have favourite horror films over any other film as well as scary games and survival mm. horror so I've just been traumatised from the get-go and I <laughs> just want You're more. You're stuck with it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like uh, when you take your like first hit or something and mm. you can't replicate it, so you just go for it and go for it and go yeah. for it. You're yeah. literally just an addict. That's it. <laughs> it's addictive, exactly. No, there probably is like a, some low form of addiction there because mm. it's like, especially now we've got the podcast and like our Instagrams and stuff, it's just like all we're thinking about is what the next post will be. Yeah. Oh, know, totally. What we're but playing and stuff. At least you're like doing something creative with it. Like, I guess, yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. Yeah, yeah, you're not just like plunging into it and doing absolutely nothing yeah. and just becoming yeah. like a neck beard. <laughs> like exactly. Well, I mean, like yeah. next year comes around, and <laughs> we're all just sad. <laughs> Jack's halfway there. Jack's like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've got the monster and I've got the beard already. So exactly. I'm, I'm fucked at this point. Is, you just need your gunners, I just man. Yeah. And then you've nailed it. You've yeah, tagged every bot. You'll be cosplaying as a nightbeard. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, like, horror-based games, that seems to be, like, your genre. Mm-hmm. I know you kind of, like, discussed this in your first, like, episode, um, but do you want to kind of go over, like, what, what you kind of stick to? Or do you no, have cool. specific genres? Um, like, you, you go, because um, you're quite eclectic in um, that sense. Yeah, yeah I love RPG games. Mm. And just being able to kind of 
create my own character and play how I kind of want. Right. Um, <coughs> one of the games I like, the boys will tell you, Dark Souls are just they're my favourite games because you can just go for any kind of build. Mm. You can go for your kind of fast dex builds, you can go for your strength builds. There's mages and stuff like that. So just kind of being able to <coughs> take a different spin every time I play the game. Yeah. Makes it enjoyable for me. Keeps it fresh. Yeah, it keeps mm. it yeah, fresh. Yeah, yeah. Not a replay value. Yeah. Just means that everything in the game is kind of viable at some point, just as long as you get the right build for it. I read an article the other day that uh, Cyberpunk is supposed to be like Dark Souls, but in the future. <laughs> so I think that's an <laughs> accurate so description. Many, there's so many things. Jack's about to fucking table flip right now. <laughs> 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 so I saw your pain pop out your forehead like, there. They use the phrase Souls like. Mm. And it's so inaccurate it's sometimes hilarious. because yeah. as soon as they put like this game's difficult, it's a souls like game, is it? Can I swear? Mm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're an adult. Seven seven F bombs <laughs> later, it's like can I swear? <laughs> <laughs> a bit late. <laughs> I'm just not been sure then. But yeah. Um it's Fucking a lot of difficult games. Wait, did you just swear? <laughs> Whoa, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Mum, I'm sorry. <laughs> But it is that way, like, any time it comes up like that, that Soulsborne thing, I always think of Jack, I'm just yeah. like, oh, it must be so Like the painful. new, when Crash Bandicoot got remastered, and it was like, was Crash Bandicoot always as hard? It's the Dark Souls of platform games. Mm. So this game's been here for 22 years, bro, come on. Uh, yeah, literally just sitting there, like, you can't compare games that have absolutely nothing to do with that. Mm. It's just because it's difficult to mm. that title, because Dark Souls always came about is oh you played this really hard game like no one can ever fucking do it mm. and there's people speed running and doing it like 40 minutes <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so. no it was literally what I put myself to sleep with last night it was like a 46 minute one speed run oh, yeah, I love stuff like that. See folk doing stuff like that or the guy who like played Dark Souls 3 with bananas I don't know if you've seen that one <laughs> no he, like, what he, like, hooked, apparently like hooked them up to like different controls like with wires and stuff so when he pressed them it like triggered a different button that like, defines the 21st century right yeah, there for sure it, it, just, it just does doesn't it yeah same he done it with the Donkey Kong bongos oh. sure. I did uh, yeah I did see that one Donkey playing with the steering wheel <laughs> <laughs> yeah just people have become quite creative with like difficult games and just making it more difficult for themselves mm. yeah I think people have realised that like since it's definitely since Souls came out but mm. they've realised that they actually appreciate that challenge and rather than just like yeah falling through games and yeah. just being like alright that was a 12 hours experience I'll never revisit <laughs> they're like oh I've been doing this one bit for 8 hours and I hate it but I love it at the same time yeah. Mm, yeah, gives yeah. you that sense of accomplishment but yeah you you do play like obviously RPGs are your favourite but like I'm pretty I sure there's other than racing really but I mean who played racing no, games it's, it's like racing just closes Crash Team Racing on the Switch right now like, that's different that's yeah, different that, I mean, <laughs> that, that's a different category of racing altogether. Exactly. Right? That's, that's real lad racing. racing. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, that's why. Racing and real lad racing. Um, uh, what about yourself? Um, well, like Max the survival horror guy, Jack's like the RPG guy. I wouldn't even really know what I'd put myself under. Because I'd say I'm the same as like Jack or Mac. I'll, I'd say probably. A mix of both, yeah, I would yeah, say. I'd probably say like a mix of both because I do like. Um, you only play online chess. Yeah, exactly. I'm only like chess master. <laughs> he's, he's a college. You're only man. feeding frenzy. Mm. <laughs> feeding frenzy. Tetris ninety nine. Tetris ninety nine. He just plays um, and abuses twelve year olds. <laughs> <laughs> nice. But no, just a way of life. Exactly. <laughs> um, no, anything that really comes about. But I'd say like the most stuff that I have, um, with, like respect for, but like CD Projekt Red RPGs, so like Witcher, mm. upcoming Cyberpunk stuff like that. But then survival horror as well, like Dead Space. Or, um, mm. 
the Resident Evil franchise. Then like a lot of J horrors as well. Nightmare Kenzie is definitely like J horrors. So like Japanese horror games. Ah, so right. like it's so like a subsection of that right. where it's like. Um, this definitely just went right out of my like zone of knowledge. yeah no it's that, it's that way where it's, that's exactly why I wanted because it was that way it was um, Ken's like oh if you like these games they've taken basically like inspiration from that but toned down the, the mm, scared yeah. factor and I'm one of these people that like I'll read like conspiracy theories mm. and all the rest of it and I'll be like why did I do that to myself because I'm terrified, terrified but yeah. I need to see the end of it Right. Where it's like so interesting, like alien conspiracies, all the rest of it, and you're just like, why did they do that? And I, I, just, I now need to leave a lamp on. I know. I just need to see how Ben drowned, honestly. <laughs> oh, let's not bring this back up. <laughs> so you, like, oh, you want to know? So oh, oh, oh. he wants to know. He's curious. So our last podcast, we were talking about like soundtracks and stuff, and we went down some rabbit hole. But there's a, a famous creepy pasta that's called Ben Drowned, and it's like a story about a guy that goes to. A, a car boot sale and picks up a what was it Majora's, Majora's mask, mask yeah. kiss uh, like for an Nintendo sixty four, and then like takes it home and is like a save drive of like this kid that used to play on it, and then he starts playing it and it's like the game's like corrupted and he starts seeing like a ghost cutting about <sighs> in it. And he gets but, killed all the time. Yeah, but then it it's like he then posts like footage of it. So this guy obviously in real life, the guy who's went and like modded it out to make yeah. it look weird, but because you've just read this like. Mm. can sag a story then see the footage you're like it's real this kid's haunted this yeah. game mm. so it was that way we were all aware of it and it was like randomly like on Friday night just like in the dark studio it was just like yeah Ben drowned bro and we are just like oh, why, why did, we why did you do that we were in this room alone absolutely <laughs> yeah. but yeah just like I, I think more like with growing older I like scaring myself because definitely like I feel more engaged in it mm. and I'm more appreciative of all the stuff that goes into it, like sounds and design and stuff like that. So yeah. I'd say, yeah, pretty much a mix of Mac and Jack in that sense. Mm-hmm. So all uh, s- like story-based games? Yeah, pretty much. But yeah. I mean, like, we'll still, it's not that way it's like looked down like some of those arcade. It's like you guys are big Nintendo heads as well. So mm-hmm. it's like you guys enjoy playing all that stuff that comes up. And I still appreciate it as well. It's yeah. just like what we like to sit down for. Mm-hmm. Are you all on the same console? We all have. I think we all consoles, have the same consoles. But, like, yeah. We all kind of play different stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, Mike, like Mackenzie will mostly play Nintendo Switch. Nah, I mean, PS2. Nice. PS, oh yeah, he's the collector. Um, <laughs> the collector. <laughs> the collector, that's his name. I'm the merchant. <laughs> <laughs> what are you buying? <laughs> exactly. Um, Andrew, you play just PS4, don't you? Because um, Pretty much exclusively, but I've now like, we're hanging about with Mackenzie and Jack for so long especially Mackenzie's we've always known him as being like the PS2 guy and like that appreciation for like we were talking about earlier on like those older games and like the, the sort of character and charm that they've kept yeah so doing that but I'd say like modern days more exclusively I tried to switch but I bought it at like the time when there wasn't that much coming out if you went like mm. a big Nintendo head and then I've just traded it in and I've just been like slowly seen it rack up and I've been like I'm gonna buy it again <laughs> I can see it <laughs> you, just, you just gotta buy it honestly. I know but um, yeah, I would I would say I'll probably buy a Switch again. But yeah, I'll probably time. buy PS Five when it comes out. Mm. Mm. Sony fanboy, to be honest. None of us really bother with Xbox. I think you end up speaking of Xbox. CEX deals. <laughs> yeah. Well, I didn't like. I just got given it from somebody that I work with because she upgraded to like a One X. So I was like, I want to be her friend. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um. So I just I bought Game Pass just so I can, mm. just so I could play Halo. I've got Halo Master Chief Collection and Oblivion. 
and that's it and that's the only reason I, I put that probably down to so Fable at some point but that's need. mainly just like a nostalgia machine for me no. at this point because um, yeah. there's not really many Microsoft titles that I actually care about because yeah. they yeah. all went downhill since Bungie kind of gave it up um, but pretty much what do you think of like uh, like online game passes and stuff like that, like subscription deals instead of actually just owning something tangible? See, I don't like it too much. Yeah, I know you would have that. Something weird about it. I'm I'm very materialistic. Yeah. So like, I, I still buy PlayStation Two games. Where you can actually hold the yeah, desk. And yeah, and like I I won't buy a PlayStation Two game unless it has like the manual in it. So like really? I, I want like the full thing. Oh, so you actually do collect? Yeah, I want like, the, I want the full thing. Like if I could buy a game. As well as like an art book, I'd like I'll buy the full thing. Like it's right. never just one thing. If I can get more, I'm I'm going for it. Like I need everything. It's just nice That's to so have it. You know what I mean, especially for like your favorite games and stuff like that. It does like it keeps coming back. It just sounds like it's a gush on Mackenzie, but it's definitely that way where it's like, not you've not done it like oh you don't do this, I don't appreciate you, but just through hanging out, you've like understood and appreciated like that physical form. Because now it's pretty much like you buy a game and it will just be the disc that's in it and you, you realize when you open nothing. it up like the first couple of times if you're not someone that's fussed about it you might not notice it but mm. you remember when you're a kid like i've got vivid memories of like being a kid and buying like a game in glasgow and then like in the car back like reading through every page of the manual yeah. to get yeah, like yeah, a yeah. feel of what it's like <laughs> and you see like the art and stuff like that it's yeah, cool yeah, and yeah. you kind of miss out on that you've yeah. got like 32 pages like full colour booklet yeah like the back page has got like a notes page where you can write down stuff yeah. and every page has got separate cell art and mm. promo art it's like you realise that you appreciate it more yeah, definitely the, the older you get there's just not that much effort going into games anymore yeah. Yeah. especially the details like that but I mean it gets games out quicker so obviously they're going to do it mm -hmm. so. yeah in a general sense it's mm -hmm. that way but it's like I'd say like me and Jack in a sense because we're not like modern players because like you still pick up stuff but i'd say like we're more like yeah up with the times mm -hmm. but it's like mckenzie will still like read on stuff that's coming out and stuff but if it's not up his alley like oh i really want to play this you won't touch yeah, it kind of thing exactly. right. um but like we've got like a decent online cat like online um like cat category in that sense where it's like if, if stuff's on a good deal and it's not something i'm like fussed about having a physical collection of mm -hmm. i'll buy it yeah i'm the same as that on like eShop. i do like in the sense of like having a like it goes back to like supporting your like developers and things like that and you can see as well it, it, i guess if you look at it from a, like a devil's advocate perspective for people who are on a budget or like poorer people that don't have the access to go out and buy like a 50 60 quid game every time stuff like game pass where you pay like what five quid a month or like usually when their deals come up it's like pay a pound for three months mm -hmm. and you get like brand new releases when yeah, they come yeah. out that stuff's really cool because it builds on you can see it's a win-win in that sense where it builds microsoft gamer place but also these people who like might not be as you know, wealthy as you are still getting access to yeah. like stuff that's coming out so i suppose in that sense it's good but I think we kind of feel from like the creative perspective is a bit mm. holding that. I still enjoy collecting. Like, yeah, games. yeah. Like it's like from soft games or <coughs> anything like that. I'll always try and get like a collector's edition, like straight up. Mm -hmm. Like you know, you've got the Resident Evil Three collector's edition pre-ordered. Again, you managed to get one of them. Um, sold out so, now. So yeah, it's sold, sold out, out like, within like a few hours. Didn't you it? bought them all. It sold out <laughs> in like twelve minutes. Jeez, oh, 12 minutes. Or maybe in yeah. fifteen or so. I don't know. I can't remember. Yeah, it's pretty ridiculous. But I guess that shows that's what we talked about as well, where it shows how much there's an appreciation for that old mm -hmm. game. Oh, right. Whereas like you could go now and buy 
Cyberpunk Collector's Edition, which is like most anticipated role-playing game for years, mm-hmm. by a developer that's like maintained a gold status. So there's maybe like three of developers you can think of that aren't hated by the mm-hmm. gamer base. So not like Activision or anything like that. Mm-hmm. They're like they give away free DLC. They put like amazing effort into their games and like have good respect amongst their players. So like that way, everyone's anticipated and wants to buy their stuff. Mm-hmm. But their collector's edition you could go and buy now. Yeah. yeah. Resident yeah. Evil Two, uh, Resident Evil Three remake, that came out and it sold out in twelve minutes. You know, and it's like two hundred and fifty pounds. Yeah. You know, it's not like something. That, obviously, you for your pre-order, you're just putting down a, a five pound uh, yeah, reserve. But at the same time, it's a lot to you know put yourself down mm-hmm. for, especially for. For what a lot of people that aren't in that circle, that niche circle, are going to be like, why don't you just buy the game? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why do you need a box, a figurine, a map? Mm-hmm. But it's just all those little things that it's appreciation. Yeah, and like, exactly. At the end of the day, those people are like putting their heart and soul into it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like the least you can do is support them. Because at the end of the day, you're putting you know, food in their plate, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the way I feel about it. Yeah, anyway. exactly. No, you're spot on. Um... To going back to like the subscription pass, I suppose regardless of like how we even feel about it, it's just the way the world's going at this point. Oh yeah, yeah, totally digital. So, yeah, same Everything's as like so um, dedicated to it. people doing like let's plays. Like let's plays are just like a thing of the past in my mm. opinion. Like streaming, mm. streaming's what was the way to go now. Yeah, because rather than watching somebody say somebody makes like a ten-part series playing Minecraft. <laughs> like you'd rather just because it'd be like here's episode one and the next day here's episode two mm. you'd rather just watch somebody be like all right i'm going to sit down and play minecraft on stream for like six hours yeah you're obviously just going to watch that because yeah. you don't want to limit yourself and be like well here's a 10 minute episode now i've got to wait 12 hours till the next day yeah. until i get to see the other 10 minutes streaming's what is going to take over it's for sure and if, it, if it's not already taken over already because as you said like when you're in the mood because usually like if you're watching someone doing a let's play it's like by a month in you might be like oh i've seen Mm-hmm. what this game's about have dropped off but if someone's yeah. like day one of a game coming out streams for five hours you're like all right cool yeah but the added bonus is you're in their chat like chatting away mm. to like people in that community yeah, and stuff yeah. like there's actual engagement for exactly. sure and it's like you're talking like back and forth like joking with them and stuff like that like it, it was one of those things that i for people that haven't done it they don't really understand it, i don't think yeah. like for a lot of kids that, for a lot of people that or like parents with like for example like ninja obviously it's like a bit of a meme in the community but yeah. like at the end of the day like those kids are actually getting like engagement of talking to other kids and like talking to him yeah and for that for that like one-to-one engagement of like an idol of like oh it's my gaming idol it's like it means like a big deal for those so kids being able to have that. that like it's like anything else it'd be like if um if they said it was a footballer people yeah exactly like, yeah, it's like fine. it's like celebrities yeah. going on instagram live yeah. like that's different because I, I can't really imagine there's a lot because it's just like the chat's just scree- streaming ah, by yeah but um in that sense it's like you know you can subscribe there's all st- different methods like through amazon prime i'm pretty sure you get like f- uh one or two yeah. free t- t- twitch subscriptions yeah. so it's all those incentives where like you're still getting that opportunity but they're like oh my name pops up is subscribed and they're like oh thanks very much and, and then they yeah. start noticing your name come up more and more and they're like oh you've been around for a while mm-hmm. and it's just through those kind of situations and you can imagine it's just like it's not like taking over for tv but it's cool to just mm. like chill with like a, a stream in the background for yeah. sure there's it's a spe- like there's a streamer i watch and you uploads like you're like you'll stream for so long and then you'll cut everything down and put like a cut on youtube yeah so it's during like those videos you can see people popping up and it's like say for instance like 
I was subscribed and it would say like Razor's X Edge has subbed for nine months now and mm-hmm. it like tells you every time you like sub like you tune in mm-hmm. it's like it'll give you like an estimate of how long you've been watching for and it's like say you were say something that was like us and it came up and it was like like Connor Bray and it was like Connor Bray has subbed now for 12 months you're like well that's somebody who clearly really cares about what yeah. we're doing yeah because already on our level we notice like people that are like regularly like when we ask questions or like DMing us people that are sharing our podcast and mm. it's like if we can notice that like just over 150 followers yeah. for someone that's like trying to stream full time they do notice stuff like mm. that mm. they do notice like people that make the effort like and once you get to like certain levels on Twitch or like Mixer you know people like start making fan art and stuff like mm. that it would just be like it turns into a community in itself it's not just like oh we're watching because we want to see this game yeah. it's like we're watching because we want to watch like Jack or Mackenzie we're wanting to see you but you're playing that game in the background. Mm-hmm. There then comes yeah. like a personality yeah, situation. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> like, are all those people, you know, it's like you're not, you're very, very rarely going on to watch like APL Fisher play Resident Evil 5. You're like, oh, I just can't want to see what they're doing. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Do any of you stream? No. no. I think you talked about wanting we to get into it. spoke about it. Um, we kind of chatted about maybe doing it when Resi 3 comes out, but mm-hmm. we'll wait and see what kind of happens. It's something that I'd really like him to do it because it's yeah, that way. It's just, like, it. it's, just go for it. Yeah, yeah, why not? And there's definitely like just finding ways. time and like getting the proper setup and stuff like that. Because mm-hmm. if I'm gonna do it, I don't want to half horse it. Wait, 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 wait. What do you mean finding time? If you're gonna play the game, yeah. it doesn't take any more time to like stream the game while playing it. There you you know, know what I mean? That is yeah. true. The man himself. <laughs> putting you down <laughs> blow your mind <laughs> I'm away stream and like thing as well like your your playstation's like got it like pretty much fully integrated into yeah. it it's like yeah, it's, yeah, di- yeah. it's difficult in that sense because I think like if you're streaming like on playstation you don't put a lot of pushing you right in that corner I know yeah, you're, <laughs> you're, you're, you've got nowhere to go now um, but like the, the playstation stuff like for as small as it is you know you'll go on and it'll be like if you hover over a game and go like down it will then say like the community playing this and it'll tell you how many people are streaming it so mm. in that sense it's quite well integrated i think microsoft's yeah. got it on xbox for mixer like it's got yeah, it on yeah, its it um dashboard so you can just like jump straight on there but it's with social media and stuff now it's like you can integrate it all and just mm-hmm. jump straight on so yeah jack do it Still yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there's honestly nothing worse don't like, to do, like a face camera or anything at the start or just, nah, the just work your way up to it you know what i mean yeah. Just do whatever you're comfortable with. Because, yeah. I mean, like, if you remember, like, I don't know, like, I presume all of you, like, at least had, like, YouTubers that you watched. But, like, mm-hmm. I remember when I watched, like, tons of YouTube at the start and it would be, like, teenagers that had, like, hundreds of thousands of views. Mm-hmm. And then it was, like, face review. It was always mm-hmm. a face review. Yeah. That's what I'm saying, yeah. If you think of, like, like for me, it was, like, I remember watching, like, The Creatures and stuff like that. And more HD oh. for the whole time had, like, uh, Optimus Prime helmet on. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, I was, like, 14, you know what I mean? It's, like, now I'm not, I'm not watching epic. that. <laughs> but... All those people, it was like when that was like blown up, you know, it's just whatever you're comfortable with. That's what you gotta do. You gotta start streaming, right? And then we'll post it on the next page. And then you'll be like, get us to 200 subscribers and you'll get a face reveal. And then we'll just. The only people watching are like our friends. Are like, I know what he looks like. I actually don't want to see what he looks like. I don't want to see his face. I don't want to see that again. I was gonna say earlier, there's, there's honestly nothing worse than uh, people who do Let's Plays and they upload it in episodes and they'll spend like, say, episode three trying to solve something in a puzzle and they don't know what they're doing and then it comes to the fourth episode and halfway through they figure out what you're doing and it's you could be on stream you'd be like I've no clue what I'm doing and it takes two seconds for a user to be like 
go open this door and get this item. And it's yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, right, okay. And then I've not wasted a full episode yeah. on you trying to figure out what you're doing. I love that as well, but when they just get trolled, I was just like, talking about like APL Fisher and he's like playing like chivalry or something. Someone's like, oh, press, press Q for like an epic dance. And he's like, all right, press Q. And it's like, whole system shuts down. He's like, yes, cool. Nice one. Thanks. Because <laughs> like when our, our friend Joey was playing Resident Evil 4, and then yeah. he was like, oh, Mackenzie, I'm about to fight uh, the lake monster. I was like, oh, right, you got to go shoot the water and you'll get like an extra item and it'll, it can kill it in one hit. And he's like, you having me on? I'm like, would I have you on? It's one of my favourite games. You honestly have got to do it. And he's the like, disrespect. Yeah, I'm like, I've got, we're on call so I can hear it. And I just hear like, nothing happens. I'm like, no, I keep shooting it. And it's like, nothing's happening, bruv. You're having me on. I was like, sink a couple rounds into it. And he's like, and he just gets fucking killed straight away. And he's just like, oh, so you were having me on. I was like, yeah, but you, you got the achievements. So who cares, bro? I'm helping you out here. So like, going back to like, talking more about podcasts and stuff. So how did you all decide, like, I know you talked a bit about like, you had the podcast before and you progressed, but like, how did that even start? What what led what events led to this being like? Now you have mm. Nest. Uh, um, it was just a, we're all friends. We're all a, a love of gaming. I think we just kind of actually wanted to kind of like actually put it into words. And yeah. Like people were interested to listen to us spiel about yeah. games, so we thought, yeah, why not? Might as well make it into something. Yeah. yeah for the previous podcast, like Wolf Slayer, I wasn't involved in that at all. No. It was just that was from like a fan perspective because I I. Like we talked about before, but like on my Spotify, I do listen to loads of like gaming podcasts. Listen, like Giant Bomb, Wizard in the Bruiser, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like all, shout out. yeah, exactly. Shout out, and they don't need my promo. <laughs> <laughs> but um, like that's that. Like went my work. Like just sitting, I was one of those people that would like sit in desk and just queue up podcasts and just mm-hmm. do yeah. my work. So I enjoyed doing that. So therefore, when I had a podcast that was like four of my friends talking about games, I was like, that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And whenever they would have like questions. And I'd take it serious and be like, oh, yeah. what do you think about X, Y, and Z? And they'd be like, oh, yeah. good questions. Um, so I don't really know how you got into doing Wolf Slayer. But like, not that it, like, it matters, like, how you, but I suppose for I, I an origin remember. story. You can remember. Yeah, it was just, I, I had an Instagram, I've got a separate Instagram page where I would just post gaming stuff. So like I would post like photos from my collection and I started... I don't really want I kind of want to mention it but at the same time I don't in case this gets like 2,000 views and then somebody calls me up for doing bootlegs but still yeah. I, I, <laughs> I would I would draw on t-shirts like fabric markers like game logos and sell them on so like I mm. made like a Dark Souls shirt and like sold it to a bunch of my friends and um, Ollie I met Ollie through not really met him through that but I knew him before and it was until that point he realised I have a very passionate I'm very passionate about games mm. And then me and him, would, we had like a chat where we'd always speak about games. And then he was like, I want to take this a bit further. And then me and him were talking about it a lot. And it was one of those on the back burner things where I was thinking, you're just going to say it and nothing's going to happen. Mm. Because I've yeah. already got my Instagram page where I'm posting all this stuff. Like, granted, I only have like 180 followers or something. But it's just because I love doing it. But You're I'm, not doing it for followers. It's yeah, just you're here exactly. for the ride. I'm just thinking, he's going to say he wants to do it and nothing's going to happen. And then um, he's like, do you know anyone else? And he was like, how about Jack? And I was like, well, yeah, Jack loves games, so he'd be well up for it. And then added you to the chat. And then within that week of me, you, and Ollie talking about it a lot, our friend Ash was sending so much about games and he just seemed really interested. And we were like, why don't we get Ash on it as well? 
And it was just one night just going on Skype and being like, all right, Jack, you want to record it? And just recording it and just went away with it and just mm. sat and chatted about games for ages. Not bad. It was good. I mean, it was good at the time. Like, nowadays it would just be awful. Not Especially, bad. like, obviously the way that we do ours. That's what like, I mean in comparison. Cause it but obviously awesome. in comparison to this, we're like, oh, this is a step up as well, like, mm. with, with your setup, because obviously you take a lot of time to do your stuff. Stop, <laughs> <laughs> but, like, from, as you can imagine, like, from doing Wolf Slayer, it was, like, a Skype call mm. with, mm-hmm. like, fucking, like, Turtle Beach, head, Turtle Beach yeah. headsets to turtle beef <laughs> <laughs> that's mag's knockoff company <laughs> um to then like actually all of us being in a recording studio yeah. to then like or like the next step would be like oh if we had like a spot like this where we could yeah. actually record that would be good you know that's just like a natural progression of a mm. podcast yeah but at that time like it was cool and then i think that just fell away because it was obviously i can imagine it's hard probably keeping up to date with yeah what everyone's doing when two of the guys were living down south yeah because there was a lot of time where we would record on a tuesday and it would be uploaded for the thursday or mm-hmm. the friday mm-hmm. but it was like i started working a different job and tuesdays i couldn't do and then we had to try and change it and it just wasn't working mm-hmm. so there was something the last episode that was recorded like i wasn't on it and then we were actually we recorded one after that and it was just the vibe just wasn't there like it wasn't alive but nobody really seems like they wanted to be there and it came to like the Tuesday after and nobody was messing about recording so we just thought well, maybe we'll wait till next week and the next week comes there's still no word mm. and nothing happened and then I got a message off Andy and he was saying to me like oh I love what you do with Maximo and I was wondering if you would maybe want to do something where it's like mm. me and you posting about stuff and I was like I would actually love that to bits like having like a joint one where we could just gush about the stuff we love because I love like all the older stuff so do you but like I love it a lot and you know a lot more about modern games so it was it'd be that really good mm-hmm. comparison where it's like we could cover all bases so i was like yeah let's go for it and then you were just like well wolf slayer's not a thing anymore like it's not happening we could why don't me you and jack just kick it off and do our own podcast like and on the back burner and see how it goes and if it doesn't work it doesn't work but if it does work we could just post it and mm-hmm. take it from there and then we were going to make the account and we were like well let's just make the nest account right now before we've even recorded anything just blast it out and then made the instagram account filmed recorded the episode and then it was online and like absolutely no followers on the account just posting our first episodes live you can go find it at these links mm-hmm. just taking it from there and it's just went from there yeah just a natural growth because yeah. it's that way like i think and with gaming instagram is definitely like you can see very easily what like the popular trends are it's like you just have to be a gamer girl yeah, you have to be like a gamer girl. Then have your like, out. Yeah. Um, like, no memes aside, like, obviously that gets, like, a lot of attention. Like, it's the same way as, like, if you're, like, just normally, like, posting, like, nudity on Instagram will get your attention. Yeah. So, yeah. in that or community... Or your YouTube video, OnlyFans. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> this, <laughs> this is going to be OnlyFans and Tarot Cards Part 2. <laughs> Keep the trend Also, going. if you haven't checked out that episode, you can check it out at YouTube, uh, volumes.com. <laughs> sure, totally just Booby made Daddy up a URL there. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's like, you can see that, or um, another trend is, like, you know, the collectors is very... Um, popular at the moment because like that is a being on the rise of people posting like collectors editions of stuff so mm. a lot of people will go out there a lot of the times like obviously just off the cuff you'll be like they've not even played that yeah there's but, so many collectors mm. who buy stuff and have never played because you can very easily like the way that because of such a big community now you can see like a value behind something like for yeah. example if you found 
like oh, I don't know Resident like, Evil 4 Chainsaw yeah like stuff that's very weird and wonderful like yeah Resident Evil 4 when that came out there was very limited um, stock of a like a prop chainsaw that had the controller and it right. just did not play work, whatsoever no. because you're basically holding it like you're this holding it like this <laughs> it's so stupid but it just looks it looks cool Right. So is that way you could go on and be like, oh, well, I'll pay 400 fucking quid or whatever for that. But if I post that, You're 500, followers. Yeah, 500 uh, followers minimum, you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's very much like there's there's a lot that you could like pay to win quite mm-hmm. easily. And you'll go on gaming stuff and it'll be like, oh, my gaming partners. And they'll all like have like a very community where they're just like, they'll message like 10 or, four, 10 or 12 people and they'll be like, right, everything I post, you share everything that you post i'll share yeah and every time i do a post you'll be tagged in it but every time you do a post i'll be tagged yeah, in right. it and that's sort of like i suppose it's like a community sense yeah. but there, there there is a, a lot fake. of yeah there's yeah, a lot of sort that, of pay to win stuff so we very much like we never really wanted to do that we always wanted to find like actual genuine people that yeah. liked our stuff and enthusiastic. yeah more so like wanted to passion, interact yeah. with us so I think like sitting now, obviously what we're like 20th, 23rd or 26th of January? 26th. 26th of January, we're sat like just 153 followers, I mm-hmm. think, or whatever. But not that it's something we're counting. We, I think more so we kind of look at, we're always asking Jack, like what our listener or mm-hmm. downloads is our at. Cause, downloads, yeah. yeah, for someone that's like, because our podcast, like you run usually about like an hour 20, kind of average. For us, it's like... Three, two and a half, three yeah, hours. Yeah. We like because it's just sitting down and talking. Yeah. For just, us. Do you set a timer or are you just like? Nah, nah I just let it literally run. just like spiel for yeah. a bit. And then I'm, I'm bored now. We'll like... stop. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> or or it's like that way. We we we, pra- we say when we first went and booked in our practice for like because we knew obviously from like being well, Jack knew from being in bands and stuff like that. What sort of practice room and setups are so like mm. a six to nine slot is usually pretty good because you can like come set up, and that's you know will usually be like oh so we need to finish up for a night so mm. usually our our lengths are running yeah. because you have a cutoff time we've got a cutoff mm. time but like if god only knows if we were sat in like mackenzie's mm. front room and he had like a podcast set we could god. talk for hours yeah. yeah go for one of those 24 hour podcasts i, don't even want exactly. to do <laughs> I, so I mean that probably would happen i know we just there's a good atmosphere yeah a good it's because between all... the three of us yeah like even after that first episode we done i just remember coming out feeling pretty elated with the fact that we just sat down and gelled so well there yeah. was no like really kind of interruptions no. or like anything kind of unprofessional we all just kind of spoke our part yeah and like if you know if we want to challenge each other on like an opinion we can do that but we're yeah, not like yeah. it's not down your throat yeah you're telling you it's you're not wrong. like i you've got that opinion but uh, here's why you're wrong it's more yeah. about, all right i see your opinion of it and fair enough but here's mine i'm sure you yeah. understand that as well like for you running a podcast and being able to see the other person just in like a general term you can like pick up when they're like wanting to say something you're like oh i yeah. can wrap up but like when you were listening to like to bring up again like wolf slayer if you were listening to that because everyone's on skype yeah it's like a lot of like that three second talking over before they hear the other person come mm. through in the audio yeah. and it just it's hard to operate under that is that is yeah that is obviously terrible to like experience but mm. i think even just the lack of eye contact mm. and just yeah. being there in the moment must there's so much like disconnect there yeah there's mm. a lot yeah, of latency yeah which yeah. is just not there yeah yeah i don't i'm not saying like i'm not trying to criticize or anything i just feel like i just could never do that i couldn't like 
I want to speak to someone mm. and I want it to be human yeah. and I want that genuine interaction. No, exactly. And, you exactly. know what I mean? That's definitely why we had it because yeah. we were like, yeah. we don't want that problem. We want yeah. it where it's like, and that's why we wanted it. Like me, Jackie McKenzie, where we could have like another person. It's not like, oh, we wanted those three, but we wanted it where we could all meet at a central location mm-hmm. and actually just chat. Yeah. Because it's very like, it's easy to like jump on a messenger call or whatever. It's different for like playing games like you guys when you're playing like Super Smash. We'll jump on like a Discord call, or like a Facebook call. That's mm-hmm. different because yeah. you're just like, just, you know, just shooting the shit yeah, or just yeah. playing. Yeah. But when we're like recording and putting out for something, we do want like a certain like quality. Yeah. You know, because yeah. I think if you are not that we're going out or to get followers, but there's a reason why we're not just talking amongst ourselves when we want to put something out. We yeah. do have like passion behind it. Yeah. So if people are listening to, it, we want people to at least enjoy yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. I get that you're like what you're saying where you're like you're not going out there just to find followers yeah you're obviously putting it out there so you want people to engage to with engage it. with it exactly yeah. yeah yeah you'd rather have like that good quality of of viewers Absolutely. rather than just yeah. a massive quantity of viewers for sure yeah. um also do you want to plug your social medias and stuff like that so yeah you can... what's the twitter and just oh, that's good. <laughs> no, <laughs> okay. it's like we we all we all have basically like our different bases that we operate off of. So like, just, I just like refuse to like operate off Twitter because I'm just like I can't I, I yeah, hate I operating off Twitter. <laughs> so Jack's like got a Twitter, so he's the one that's it's got just that. Nestcast. Boom, it. check it out. And then our Instagram is just Nest dot cast, yeah. all lowercase. Boom. I'll put all of them in the description yeah. and stuff like that. And to um, probably should have covered off at the start, but our the reason it's called Nest is our Northern Entertainment Sound Transmission. So, Where'd you get the name? Um, so like it was like we were just looking at names to come up with, and it's one of those ones where it's like I don't know how you came up with volumes, you know. But yeah. it just it's one of those ones where you're like, what that call? It? it doesn't just sound cheesy that you could re- you see yourself actually talking about. Yeah. It. Um, yeah. At that time, we were playing a lot of Resident Evil Two because I think it was probably around that time it was like maybe like six or so months after it came yeah. out um and we realized it was like a common game that we had um in common and the secret underground facility in resident evil 2 is like the nest facility mm. so we were like oh that's right. quite cool and then we were like oh what could be acronym it mm. or is that the right word an acronym yeah because yeah. we wanted yeah. something to do with resident evil yeah it's like we don't want to name it stars so we're like what else is like <laughs> some sort of low-key but also able to work with yeah one of those ones was like if you know you know but it's also yeah. not like resident evil fan account <laughs> because yeah. it's not like yeah. well, there's plenty there's point, plenty yeah. of them when you go on like uh, there's plenty of them when you go on you can see it's just like last posted 2017 because they got like four episodes in like <laughs> I ran out of things to talk about so it's one of those ones that's like if you know you know and it's mm-hmm. also a common passion between all three of us so it's quite cool yeah, yeah. how um, often do you record really just when we feel like it but it's, i don't think that we've ever gone longer than maybe like three weeks a month yeah we, i think we usually we when we started off we were like one a month yeah but then as jack said when we came at that first recording and like as we said we had like we didn't like grow a fan base beforehand like i don't know what we would grow a fan base off of but mm. we just recorded to talk and we were like forget five people listen to it, it's cool mm-hmm. but like we came out of it and we're like i couldn't care less if people listen to that it was just so much fun yeah, talking yeah, about yeah. It. so then we were like when next can we record yeah. two weeks later and it's mm-hmm. like turned into more so that so i'd say like as jet said it's like we don't really have like a limit yeah. i'd say but i'd say like at the very least we'd, we'd want to hit cover off like once a month yeah mm-hmm. in that at sense at the very least yeah, yeah. So you're saying like you like you enjoyed it that much, like 
I think that definitely resonates with people and they can like that's why people want to get on board because if you were doing it just because you feel like obligated to do it mm. then yeah. people are good, people see that and they're like mm, I don't know yeah. I don't know if I feel totally. well, I think that's how we ended up going mostly yeah because you know, like, it just felt like a, a kind of an obligation like a chore like an obligation just like I felt like it was a chore. Like, it was <laughs> yeah. like I had to put aside my Tuesday just to do it, and then I'd go on it and just not be able to talk about anything I like. So I was like, I don't want to be yeah. here. So yeah. it was more a case of we're just like, I'm excited as soon as we know we've got yeah. like that time booked. Ideas start bouncing around yeah. in our heads, and like what to talk about. I mean, Andrew's always quite on the ball with like, even for like the soundtrack one that we done just there, he'd like written out a load of stuff that he was thinking of mm. that um, he wanted to talk about. Yeah, it's in that sense, like, I don't more so do it for, like, other people, like, for Mackenzie or Jack. So it's like, I, I know that Mackenzie, like, has free time and, like, thinks a lot about soundtracks. I know Jack as well, being, like, a sound guy. Um, in both guy. ways, <laughs> um, like, obviously thinks about those things a lot more. Like, we talked about that in our podcast, but, like, Jack being, like, music tech and things like that, you do have, like, just a natural appreciation for those stuff. But, like, if I've got, like, the time off and I'm thinking about these things, I'm like, by the way, if you only have 20 minutes on the train when you're coming in just look at this list to like restart your memory kind of thing or like mm. remind you but it's definitely not a sense of like our script because our main thing i think is just like wanting to have a conversation yeah. it's like as you said like our last one we were talking about fucking everything like the yeah. tracks kept coming off and talking about this just and whatever view. but it's like interesting to us and it flows in the conversation yeah, and yeah. it's funny so like it's not that we were going to be like oh edit that out yeah you know Mm-hmm. It's, there's no much point in that sense it was just like you said like uh like i'll do it and i'll I'll like talk and if someone wants to say something like i'll s- kind of like steer it that way because i wouldn't want to just like be like oh no that's that's an hour you you stop talking now you <laughs> know what I mean? that's enough that's enough for me <laughs> um but yeah it's like feeling where where everyone's going and like just kind of like finding your way but still having like your, your rough like bullet points of like yeah but this yeah. is like the title yeah, like an over, yeah, or a overview ah, where it's like, yeah. if we're just going down a rabbit hole of talking about what we've done, like last week, you're like, right, I can see us kind of going off, maybe like, mm. oh, you know, like put a sentence in to like bring us back up. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's never really been that way where it's like, oh, we need to stick to a script. Because I think a lot of like podcasts, when they get very big, they, they then try and like go towards a scripting sense. Mm. They sell out, man. Exactly. <laughs> like, the like off the top of my head, like a podcast I really like that his last podcast on the left, like for like horror and like crime mm. stuff. But like they were talking about their scripting episodes. And like, even though you're like, oh, like because you're very busy and you're a very big podcast, like you're doing UK tours and you come from like California, at the same sense, you're like, oh, he's already know about these jokes. You're like it kind of takes away from yeah, the like it's not on the you spot. don't feel like you're yeah. part of a conversation yeah. because you're like well they're reading a script and going ah that didn't actually yeah. write off you know like, yeah. mm, i don't know i think that's just that kind of natural thing but yeah. like, you kind of want to feel involved i know because like what would we even write down it's just like <laughs> mac insert joke about x game here jack say epic here yeah laugh laugh track ha 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 it's very robotic, isn't it? It's not yeah, natural. It's very methodical, and I don't think yeah. that's how we ever want to kind of end up. Yeah, yeah we never it, sell we just that. End up a, end up a mm. Well, like, how do you do yours? Because, like, obviously, you cover off what we're talking before, but it's like you cover off like everything really. Yeah. Well, you don't have you've got a wide scope, but yeah. do you literally just like say, for example, like last episode was like Booby Daddy? Do you like look up like what is OnlyFans? What's this? What's that? 
you know, um, so that you have an understanding, or no. do you let them do it? Yeah, I'll, I'll go on completely like blind, as as like with as little knowledge as I can. That's mm-hmm. how I want to go on. Like, I'd be, I'd rather I just like got sat across from someone, and I'm like, right, who are you? What's going on? Mm-hmm. And that's it. And then they just have to like tell me and explain it, because effectively, I feel like the reason I, I even wanted to start this was because I just like learn about people and mm-hmm. I like learn about like where people have come from and the situations they went through. I suppose maybe it's like to try and learn about myself more. I don't know. Maybe it's like something deeper. I don't know. But that was like basically it. I just want to learn about people and like you three guys. Like you, you're having a podcast. You know what I mean? You're mm-hmm. like making content and showing it to the internet and stuff like that. And that's fascinating to me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Very few people would go out of their way to create something and then be maybe like I don't know if confidence the right word, but just like actually dedicated to putting it somewhere mm-hmm. and then sticking to that yeah. and that you've all got like a, like you work great together it's like an amazing thing you're doing do you know what I mean well, and it's Thanks awesome so. that it's working out <laughs> um, I think that's the best bumping. way to do it though like yeah. what you're saying is Just not having like a any knowledge on the topic and then getting something yeah. and telling you because then if you know nothing you're you're hoping that by the end of it you will have I know something yeah, yeah exactly i kind of like treat it like reading a book yeah that like, sounds like that I, I wouldn't go to wikipedia and be like how does this book end you know what i mean i'd <laughs> yeah. just read the book yeah. and that's how i kind of feel about talking to people i'm like don't tell me like the ending yet tell me everything <laughs> else and then yeah. we'll get to there that's how i feel and um, Going straight back into gaming, though. I was wondering. <laughs> Keeping if, it on the reels. If, yeah, it's very so not like our podcasting. <laughs> I, I just checked my script there and I was like, let's go to gaming. Jamie off screen's like, back on script. Back on script. Um, do you have any like guilty pleasure games? Knack <laughs> 2, baby! <laughs> uh, I don't know. Oh man, leisure suit. No oh god, almighty! <laughs> You've got some research tonight. Make sure you get. Make sure you lock your door. <laughs> Wet dreams don't die. That's a subtitle. You know, I'm fine actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's basically like off the top of my head. Leisure suit Larry is like. Did it start as point and click? Or was yeah, like, yeah. It was basically when I needed a Jamie. Yeah, Jamie, 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 look up Leisure Suit. Yeah, so Leisure Suit Larry, yeah, you can see that. (laughs) Um, It's like a point and click, like adult game where it was like, oh, a guy trying to get into the porn industry and all the rest of it. And it was like, just like. He's like, the the protagonist is like this size and like an all white suit. And he's just, he's got like the really bad hairline and he's so bad at talking to women. Someone made this. Yeah, yeah, oh, they made several sequels. Hungers of them. I'm not lying. Sounds pretty well. Really? Man, that's a core audience. I mean, if you want to go down that rabbit hole of like games that you're like, someone plays this. I mean, the guy game is the the most infamous one where it's just like, kind of like an Xbox game that came out in like 2003 where it's basically like a guy on the beaches of Orlando asking girls questions and if they don't get them right they have to flash their tits and it's literally like your wa- your your game is just watching this well that game got cancelled and the game the, yeah but it was on the shelves for a while it but then it got cancelled because it was can. like a girl then got in touch and she was like oh I was 16 I was when they recorded age. this and they were like <laughs> <laughs> So like that there game is sounds like it's awful. What's it called again? <laughs> <laughs> the guy game, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, Reading off the script. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie's like highlight. I just highlight the guy game. I highlight that one for later. But like there is <laughs> like uh, when you do get into like game production and stuff, there is those like stories that are mm. so well. But like yeah, guilty pleasure. I don't know. Um, like more so, I've been getting into like um, 
gaming with my partner because like beforehand she like she used to get made fun of of her sisters for like a hand-eye coordination she's like um (laughs) useless but um she then played a game called stardew valley that i had which is like for if you don't know it's like games like kind of um animal crossing and harvest Mm, moon where it's like your day-to-day is just harvesting crops feeding your cows and stuff but it was like an 8-bit artist done it and it was like one all by one guy yeah and it's like very you can like feel the heart and soul in it and it's like one of those ones like constantly updated with stuff and it's like there's no real goal it's just do what you want yeah but it's one of those games you could put like hours and hours into like if i could recommend you something for your switch definitely go and download that because it's cheap as well yeah like yeah exactly um i had like 50 hours in it i remember just booting up once when my girlfriend was at uni um, like our day off at uni I came back and it was like a sub save and I was like what are you doing and she was like oh I, w- I was just playing about with that and I was like okay but it was one of those ones that's like where I was just like I was stepping back so I was like I don't want to like come over like that way where it's like with kids if you're like oh you want your kid to be in gaming where you're like oh my god do this and then they're like okay <laughs> so I was just watching from a distance like okay yeah and then it was just like the hours just get racking up and I think our save files and I was like mine's at like 70 hours and I stopped playing it like last year and I was like 175 mm-hmm. um so it's like finding You've games with, exactly <laughs> so i think i've just been like finding games that are like casual enough where it's like easy to pick up but also so we picked up like lego jurassic world when it was on the christmas sale mm-hmm. and like so i'd say like probably lego games are like it's not guilty pleasure but it's that way it's like it's not for my age group but um they're quite fun to play with yeah exactly um yeah all those ones that you grew up with yeah Lego Star Wars, that was the that was the goat. Yeah. Oh yeah. Lego Star. Yeah. <laughs> what about you guys? I can't really think of anything you'd be. Resident Evil Five, like hundred <laughs> percent. That is such <laughs> a pleasure. Yeah, Resident Evil's before pretty much from four. No, from four. I mean, like after four. Yeah. Don't kill me. Um, <laughs> until Resident Evil Seven, those games were just horrific I think you just played it because sex like, isn't a pleasure at all yes no, <laughs> sex is hilarious to play through you're like flying out no, heli it's, it's not even fun it though. is it is it's not see if you it's watch like the stuff laugh. where you're just like you, know, you jump into this helicopter and it flies through a skyscraper and you're like holding on with one arm <laughs> as this helicopter's crashing and you're like diving out hair still stuck to like one side of the head like, just like exactly you're just like yeah like cool T-Rex and like some fucking saber-toothed cat thing. You're like, yeah, cool, whatever. What happened? <laughs> what happened? Does my nut annoy me? Resident Evil into an action game is what yeah. where you can mm. fucking like slide across the floor and then like jump over cars and stuff and you're like, what's going on? Man? If you've seen an advert for like a Resident Evil film, you'll know what the Resident Evil games yeah. then turned into because like yeah. you don't look at a Resident Evil film like, oh, that looks cool. You're like, maybe back in 2001 we had Slipknot and Killswitch engaged on the, po- on the soundtrack when yeah. you were like 15. Yeah! <laughs> now you're like, now you're like, uh, what's her, um, is it Emily? No, I'm thinking of the model. I'm trying to think of Mila Jokovic. Oh, right, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure her career is just floating pretty much just on Resident Evil now yep. where she's not getting hired on anything. Where no. She's just like, can you please make another Resident Evil film? <laughs> I need money. <laughs> You've got Resident Evil 5, which you would get with pleasure. I know, I I'm trying I'm, to think what I'd, I'm trying to think what I'd rip you for. What's something you've seen me play and you went... That's what I... Exactly, oh, I'm like, I'm trying to rip you for. Last of Us. Yeah. I mean, I did enjoy it, but it's not... There's a lot of people that enjoy it. You didn't just enjoy it, wasn't it? I think for... I think as well, like, because we put so much... Because we put so much into it for... 
I feel like Last of Us is quite a good example of like mm-hmm. because we put time into like games that like we class as like oh that has a good script. When a game comes along that's like people pick up a PlayStation and they're like oh The Last of Us made us cry. We're like what is it that's so special about mm. this? But at the same time, you don't want to come across as that person that's like oh that made you cry. Mm. <laughs> play this yeah. I just remembered my guilty pleasure oh god what is it no you go you go first and oh, then I'll so it was like one of the one of the situations where you're game of the year I think you said oh, nah, last, of, last, last of us and we were like alright IGN we <laughs> <laughs> were you paid to do that one yeah, yeah. I paid a fiver on the download by IGN to sponsor that game <laughs> I think in the sense it's like um, what, what a good thing about having Jack on the podcast and like in the group is is like we were talking about it in the car, but it's like, if you go through the rankings of elitism, it's like, definitely like, Mackenzie <laughs> is tip top of that moon. It's like, if you come to him with a shit game of Blip, yeah, I didn't play that <laughs> Don't shit. talk to me, Don't please. talk to me about it. I'm in the middle where it's like, I can, I, if I'm not feeling it, I'll be like, yeah, it was all right, pretty shit. But I feel the more I've hung about Mackenzie, I'm like, well, is it like, PS2, off PS2 classic mm-hmm. rubbing off but it's like when especially like on our Instagram we started doing like reviews for games and stuff now but it's like if Jack will play something they'll be like oh like these are the good points and like I did have some of this but <laughs> overall it's a good thing and it's not like a case of like he doesn't see the mm-hmm. negatives or isn't going to talk about it but it's that way I think like you definitely do want to see the good in the projects and you're yeah. like these are definitely the good points to talk about yeah, yeah. and I don't want to just shit all over it I just love shit on a game if it's bad. Yeah. I mean, I think it. I kind of shit on Death Stranding the last time. Because I was just <laughs> like, right. when, you were, when you were like, so what's the gameplay like? And I went, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's okay. It's fine. And I was like, the only thing keeping me there is the story. Everything else is pretty. But is that way he's never going to be like this fucking dog shit? You know what I mean? Because it's like, I think that that is a good quality to have. Because if it was just like three people just like shitting on something, like we definitely. Like, I feel myself, like, benefiting off of Jack's take because it's that way. I'm like, oh, no, I do see the goods in, in that sense. But, um, yeah, I'd say, like, you're definitely the most forgiving in that sense. But yeah, not, like, yeah. in a bad way. And, like, you will see. Kind of balance everything out, which is good. Yeah, exactly. That's mm. why it works well. I just, I can't, I can't stand it. See, if a game is dreadful at launch and then they update it and it gets better, I'm like, well, at least you took the effort to update it. But at the same time... I get pissed off because I'm like, you shouldn't be releasing a game that's broken in the first mm, yeah, place. Yeah, yeah. Like so no that's what I was gonna say. Lot. No, no Man's yeah. Sky and one of one of Will Slayer who had a like an hour long argument where my argument didn't change the full time. It's like I don't care how good that game is now. That mm. game came out and it was shite. Yeah, it's definitely so, like <laughs> yeah. As you said, it's like well, respect to like seeing it out mm-hmm. because like there's a very good like plug-in again people that don't need plug but internet historian done like a 50 minute long on like how no man's sky is a good game now and mm. it's like a lot of these times you don't see what's going on behind closed doors between like and it's the same as any like business you don't see what the crunch is and all yeah. the rest mm. of it so like when you had like an eight-man team building this game that like jimmy fallon was like tell us about the game and like this insane amount of hype you had like seven people that were closeted like um, anxiety ridden people that were like oh we're game developers we don't want to be out in front of cameras mm. so then this one guy who's the head of the company is like right well I'll take the fall I'll go out in front of everyone but then because of that he's the guy that gets like all the death threats when yeah. the game is broken and all mm. the rest of it and you're like I respect that to someone stepping up but at the same time it's like that one mistake where you're like they're asking what's in this game do I tell them that mm. it's not do- it's not in it or do I just go 
<laughs> and then he chose the latter and then obviously he saw the, the mm. downfall of that yeah. where people were going insane like trying to destroy their offices and mm. stuff and you're like no need for it but yeah i'm the same as mac i, I love like people destroying videos it's of like it's, it's definitely for i think it's the benefit of like internet generation like anthem's another perfect game where it just like came out and was just horrific and it's like games of like ea where They've got a rule, like you talking about the online subscription stuff where mm. they're like, oh, before the game comes out, here's our roadmap of what we want Anthem to be. And it's like, f- you're going to be playing this game for the next six years. You're like, do we know if we'll like it yet? Though? Yeah. And obviously that game came out and absolutely tanked and they were like mm. gluing it onto the side of Playstations to mm. try and just get rid of stock. You know, it's a good thing in the sense where the community now has a voice where they can just like fucking destroy it. Yeah. I don't think I'm afraid to shit on games like that. Oh yeah, for sure. No, I don't. I'm not meaning in that sense. Like, it, it was not like you're going to be like Anthem's an alright game, but I mean like <laughs> the games that you play, yeah. you're like, oh, here are the positives. Yeah, whereas, like, I'd say like we can probably grumpy old men in a sense. <laughs> I don't want to lose what your guilty pleasure was. Oh, though. it's Fortnite. It must be. <laughs> it was like 430 hours on it yeah. on the Switch. <laughs> What? Man, it's just... Wait, 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 wait. Playing Fortnite on Switch sounds like not a good experience. No, see, the thing is, because nobody's good at it. Uh So it's just just racking up the wins and you're just, you're unbeatable. So I could just go in any game and then win and I'm like, that's another win and it's... You've got that serotonin boost. I'm sitting there just like... (laughs) (laughs) And then my girlfriend's like, well, I mean, everyone's shit and I'm like... Hey, well, you go play and she gets destroyed. So I'm like, yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm the fucking best, man. <laughs> so yeah, I played that way too much. And I shouldn't have because it was like 430 or 420 and I was like, I need to have an intermission with myself and just stop playing this game. And I've, I like uninstalled it and I've not touched it since. What about you? What are you playing or what's your guilty pleasure? Um, to be honest, I just play anything. I'm the worst person to be talking about games. Cause, like, sure, that's I a good way in that sense. Play, do you play any games? Yeah, I play all games. So you're not the worst person. Yeah, like, exactly. No, but I, I mean, like, I, I'm not a game... I'm not saying you're game snobs, right? But you're clearly... You take it... Uh, a you, step above. Yeah, you, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, I get that. Yeah. But it's not like you're Joe Rogan. No? If it's Adam Joe Rogan, he's like, oh yeah, I used to play Doom in 1990. <laughs> you know what I mean? You still are, like, within the sphere. You know yeah. Know? But I just play just literally anything. What was the last so game? So laser shoot Larry then, yeah. <laughs> yeah, mostly just that. In fact, that's the only game I've ever played. Exactly. <laughs> that and that game. Where, where the the guy game. game. The, the guy, game. The guy game. game. It's literally, don't even think about it. You're like, that. the, the game that was made for guys? <laughs> guy game, yeah. <laughs> yeah, what was the last game you played? Last game I played was the newest Lara Croft. Or Tomb Raider. Fair, yeah. Oh, nice. Which is like one of those games that I was like, oh, that's like so cool. That's like everything about this looks awesome. Oh, it sucked. It was bad. This, yeah. this was not fun to play, though. It yeah. just looked cool. Like, I may as well just looked at a bunch of photos for a bit. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. I think that as well was one of those ones where I've played the two out of the three in that, like, remi- mm. remake trilogy. But I saw enough people that were just like, there's not really enough from the second one. But mm. the main thing that I saw people were being like, oh, there's ray tracing. And I was just like, again, mm. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> you I know, it's not done, enough to go out. And I should have done what you've done, but instead I played all three of them. <laughs> <laughs> I think if you played like all three in the second, but I think it's like, uh, if you've done it, like spaced it out, you'd be like, oh, yeah, I've got enough to like enjoy a 20 hour experience. Mm. But I like, can imagine if you were like back to back a bit. I've had enough of this. Yeah, no, no more ever games ever. Never touch a game. <laughs> Everything. Let me um, go sell my twenty copies of the guy game right now. <laughs> make a make a fair bit of. You would make a lot of money off yeah. that. If we're going for guilty pleasures, I do still play Pokemon Go. 
fair. That's a completely different realm of gaming altogether, though, isn't it? It's yeah. like it's iOS almost like ARG, almost like mm-hmm. I can't even remember what ARG stands for. Augmented reality gaming, yeah. Whoa. So it's just like, yeah. Yeah, it's just good fun. I just like. Okay, when did Pokemon games. Go even launch? It was like twenty sixteen. No, I would say sixteen, seventeen. They've put a lot of different Pokemon into it, so yeah, <laughs> they've, done, they've done a lot with it. So that game was literally like hired or like a. Developed by a company so that people would go would, and walk. Yeah, would go yeah. and walk. No, like, no. It must have been, or like I bet, because don't you have to like uh, have to like agree to like the terms and conditions that state like they're allowed to like look at where you're walking, and then they oh, sold that. Yeah, down. yeah, yeah they did. So they could like map out like yeah. shopping centers and stuff. Yeah, like that. Oh, there was yeah. a lot of stuff yeah. like that. There's a lot of things where it's like. The Apple, it's like South Park. South Park named it years ago, but the Apple thing where it's just like agree to terms and conditions and they turn you into a human centipede. But yeah. like, <laughs> there's there's a lot of stuff where it's just like, oh, it's Pokemon Go, but actually it's been then the data's been sold a lot. But you could tell that because it was like if you walked the same routes, like of like say like ten minutes outside your house, you wouldn't get anything new really. Yeah, the, you yeah, had to true. encourage you to like yeah, going yeah, out. Yeah. And they know as well when you're like phone outside of the car, they're just like <laughs> yeah, you're yeah. moving too fast. So, yeah, so you can, like, they were definitely like, yeah, looking yeah. at your data. It wasn't just like oh, you turn on location services and that's it. They were yeah. like, mm, you're at it. That's when yeah. I went full elitist. Though is when I would see people who I went to school with playing it. People who would like actively make fun of me for like in Pokemon, oh, yeah. all playing it, and I'm just like. They fucking like Pokemon. <laughs> you fucking wedged me for wearing a Pikachu shirt. So fuck you. Fuck you. Oh, we are the worst for that. I mean, no, we're, talk- we're talking about not being elitist, but we are the worst. I'm actually it's like, toxic. Like. We see people wearing like band shirts or like games, and we're just like, eh, name the top five songs in three seconds, or you're a poser. Or you're a fake. <laughs> fake fan. <laughs> fucking horrible. That's mad. Um, what games are you just playing right now? I'm playing Dragon Quest on the Switch. Dragon Quest 11, I should say. Do you rate it? I rate it a lot, yeah. I'm 20 hours in, which means it's a GRPG, so I'm just at the start menu. Mm. Yeah, I've just scratched the surface on it. Got another like 180 hours probably still to go. You're literally just at the start menu. You've just been leaving it on the start <laughs> menu. You're like, I don't know. Just to rack up these hours. Just to rack up the hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, it's really good though. Yeah. So I'm glad I picked that up. Yeah. Shout out to Andy for the eShop voucher at Christmas, which allowed me to buy it. Generous. <laughs> Too generous. <laughs> what about you? Um, again, using that voucher you got me, playing Resident Evil One on the Switch. <laughs> I'm playing Resident Evil Five on my PS3. I was playing FIFA Street last night. <laughs> to be fair, that was an absolute show, and I saw you talking about that. I was like, oh, I remember that game. Soundtrack. Crazy. I'm, I'm actually upset we didn't speak about the soundtrack on it on our last episode. I'm going to post it when we post the thing. Yeah. Um, who was, was it who was who is it that's like seven and a half foot in that I'm sure there's like is it not someone in the England team that's like oh, I don't know Peter Crouch that's just like <laughs> seven and a half foot that. tall <laughs> <laughs> um, I was playing I completed Stick of Truth a couple of weeks back on the Switch so Did good you, so been playing a bunch of games it's been good and then yourself. I was playing Control oh yeah which is like Remedy games don't know if you've ever heard of them. The uh, Alan Wake. <sighs> Poser man. <laughs> Good man. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, that's a that's a cool game. Um, 
and other than that i've just got like a couple of stuff queued up in my list like bloodborne i need to get into mm. i'm definitely not the, the one of these people i mean the one time me and jack sat down and jack was like i'll get you in the dark when he's old shop he used to work and he was like very good for like recommendations like is that we were a mess those type of shows like in america it's very big but like like it's called over in america like mom and pop shops where it's like you go into somewhere and it's like you could go behind the desk and be like you could do it in game i guess like uh, there's certain games i know where people are very passionate about games mm. you'd hope that in any shop you go into but like you could go and be like oh i'm in the mood for this i like these games mm. what could you recommend and they'd be like oh this 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 yeah and it's not just what's new you know what i mean yeah um but jack used to work in a game a game shop in Kilmarnock like that and he was like oh well uh, try Dark Souls if you're looking for something new and I'll play co-op with you and I'm just I do not have the patience for those games which is punishment after yeah. punishment uh, but I'm going to try because it's definitely I've got an appreciation for that level of like creativity mm. where it's just like oh well you need to look into like fucking books and books to understand mm. the lore of this game I'm like yeah respect for doing that an appreciation for crying while playing games yeah exactly <laughs> whereas like it's, it's just another art form you're like it, you know fair enough it's maybe not mathing but respect yeah <laughs> yeah no i i am shit at those games so that's that's Sorry, pretty much respect <laughs> what games are you looking forward to this year resident so, evil 3 without resident a fucking shadow of a doubt yeah resident evil 3 remake is definitely on our all our threes that's third of april cyberpunk cyberpunk 2077 just got delayed. pushed back yeah. to september september but um what are we saying probably gonna be a playstation 5 title nah it's coming nah, out it's both. coming out but um, yeah, I'd say Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven for mine because I just Final like Final huh? Fantasy seven. Doom Eternal is a good one as well. What's that? And so it's like, do you remember in twenty six? Like, do you remember the Doom remake that came out? Oh right, right, yeah. yeah. So it's like the sequel yeah. to that. Those are like a, that's a, a definitely cool game that's like you could pick that up and just mm. jump into and play yeah. for like an hour. I mm-hmm. definitely recommend that if you've never played like the the well not the original Doom but Doom twenty sixteen. Yeah. yeah, you could probably pick that up for like fucking. 10 15 quid yeah, yeah. Really cheap and it's like a 12 hour campaign but like the music is like insane in it and you're just like ripping people's yes. faces off it's cool <laughs> it's like definitely not one it's just like your mum doesn't like if your mum's like on the fence about if violence comes from video games don't show <laughs> don't them. play that one yeah <laughs> uh, and over final fantasy 7 as well final fantasy 7 remake, remake would be cool as well it's definitely that but yeah what what games are you looking forward to yeah um <laughs> cyberpunk and there was another game that i saw and i was like that was really cool but i don't know anything about it and i honestly don't even know how to describe it what were the vibes but the the trailer was like uh like a i don't know looked a bit mad looked a bit culty like i don't know what it was i think it's the second and the thingy sounds like um, outlast 2 or something i know uh, that's exactly what i was thinking yeah, but outlast 2 has been out that's been out for ages now it's like uh it was like a horror game I don't know. It's, it's got like a woman on the and the the thing, and there's like fire, and there's like people chanting, and like paint on. Oh, you're thinking of uh, Sen, uh, Senua's Sacrifice, oh. uh, Hellblade. Hellblade. Senua's yeah. Saga. What is that? So like the first one that came out was like an it was pretty much like a very hallmark not a hallmark indie game because it came out looking amazing mm. like. The first one's Hellblade, Senua's Sacrifice. Um, and you could probably pick it up. Like, you play on Steam and stuff, if you've got PC. Mm. You could probably pick that up, but I imagine like 10, 15 quid as well. But it was very much an indie team that came up with that. It was How like old made... is it? 
2017 oh so it's not even that old no yeah, no 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 no. Right. and it looks amazing like you could play if you ran that in like a high speed pc you'd be like this came out last week mm. but it was they wanted to make a game that like showed like the horrors of like ptsd and like uh, mental health Jesus. so oh. it's like you go you're but playing as a, a game yeah you're playing as the character who's like yeah hey, yeah she's like i think she's got like schizophrenia and things but she's going to it's like nordic kind of setting yeah. so she's been sent from her village to like go and defeat like the kind of old gods but when you're playing it it's very much like they understand fully what it's like to have this disorder like i'm sure there must be people in their team or that mm. done huge research but yeah. there's constant That's whisper so there's so constant whispering and like people shouting in your ears and like yeah it's definitely like won tons of awards but Amazing. xbox and microsoft picked them up that's to do like immediately to make games exclusively for them right. that's a uh, ninja, ninja theory as a studio for that that's but that. the, that's definitely a cool one to pick up I, yeah. i'm sure the sequel will have something to do but if you're feeling it definitely pick up the first yeah, one yeah, yeah. That, that's definitely got the same sort of vibes but yeah if you're i don't know mental health trigger warning that's quite intense that's quite full on yeah, yeah. Um, should probably shout out Elden Ring I'm excited for that because that's FromSoft's next game yeah so the games company that does like Dark Souls and stuff like that right right there's not really much on it pre-orders just went up for it but I'm going to hold out to the collector edition what's the game? Elden Ring it's called right. what kind of like what is it? there's Hee Haw on it oh, it's trailer. literally just like they've announced that they're right. doing it so for, those, for fans of that yeah, it's like the, what we're talking about but people that are fans of like a developer yeah. and like supporting yeah. a developer so they announce a game they're like yep pre-ordered it don't mm. need to see anything about it it's literally me <laughs> right. as soon as from software I've got a new game I'm like there you go there's 150 <laughs> quid <laughs> it's like uh, Shinji Mikami's new game that's coming out the is it Ghostwire I can't remember what it yeah. is there's literally no nothing on it there's like an advert and that I think it was that. a trailer uh, but yeah. a very brief a, a minute long trailer there's only been a trailer and there's nothing more being put out about it so Wait to see what comes up with that. If it comes out this year, then that'd be cool. But if it doesn't, I'll just wait and see how it goes. Mm. But yeah, be aware that that um, Hellblade Two is an Xbox exclusive, so you'll need to buy one up. Got Do you have Xbox. one? Oh, that's all right. Then. <laughs> no, I've got all my all my corners covered. I know. I'm, well, I'm good. I'm good. Don't worry. I'm a real gamer. I'm, I'm a real gamer. gamer. <laughs> <laughs> um, are you going to get the uh, the new consoles, new PlayStation? I definitely yeah. probably will get one. I think it's. It's a weird sort of transition time, isn't it? Because it's like there's so much. Obviously, when the full roadmap comes out of like what Sony have planned, it'll mm. be it'll make sense. But for a lot of people, I think are just a kind of bit like, what is going on? Because obviously, this is probably just like all French to you, but like the guy who was like head of like basically the face of PlayStation, who went out on like E3 and all those and like announced new games, he left. I thought the like face the, of uh, PlayStation was Crash Bandicoot. Oh, yeah, yeah. He, that, that's him animated. Oh, okay. um, But he was, like, the guy who, like, announced everything. He just left, like, a couple of months ago. So, and then a lot of people from Sony have been leaving. I think it's just, like, them putting in, like, new management and stuff for the new release. But then they announced they're not doing E3 this year. They randomly announced the PlayStation 5 on, like, Wired magazine. So they were just like, oh, yeah, here's our... By the way, here's our new games console, and here's, like, specs for it. And Wired were like, what, what? <laughs> like, just realised that they got an exclusive. They were just chatting with Sony. And mm. then Microsoft are in a weirder boat where they're like, oh, our games console isn't going to have exclusives for at least two yeah. years. So I then you're like, that, yeah. what's the point in buying it? Yeah. It's just like an, like... Like, what were we talking about with a PC? You're buying it for the specs in that yeah, sense, where yeah. it's like, if you're not that fussed, then why are you buying it? But 
PS and like PlayStation have always really been good with exclusives that yeah. we've even like my experience interest, I mean like Resident Evil, you know, like they've secured the bag on that. They know mm. kind of what their fans like, but I don't know. What's up your alley? Like we're looking at the new games consoles, are you gonna pick them up? Um yeah, probably. Fair. That's a <laughs> simple answer, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I put that much thought into it. I'm like, is it, is it there? Does it exist? Oh, is it good? Okay, shiny oh, box. I know. It's usually when I, I mean, anytime you go in the shop and you just see this shiny new box, you're like, ooh. Yeah. I know. Yeah. That's Monkey go wee wee. Ah. <laughs> Monkey go wee wee. <laughs> outside of gaming, what else do you do? I don't really have much going on outside this, to be honest. I play in a band. <laughs> plug band. your band, yeah. Plug your band. Shout out to Revolve Glasgow on Instagram. Boom. <laughs> Check us out if you're into screamo music. <laughs> yeah, if you're into, it'll bring a, me the rice. If you're into dirty fucking mosher. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, man, what have you got? Plug uh, your side accounts. I skateboard. Uh, I still skate sometimes, not a lot, but still do that. Uh, I have a side Instagram, which is all about gaming. So that's mm-hmm. not really. It's my. It's still a hobby, but it's still revolved around gaming. And I have another Instagram. Where I make bootleg uh, t-shirts f- about games. <laughs> um, Plug them, baby. Also, oh, yeah. when I skateboard, I game while I skateboard, and everything I do is gaming. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my other Instagram is maximal dot customs, and my other one where I make my shirts is just maximal. So that's where you could find them. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. It's just pretty much always revolving around gaming like getting home and just playing games or taking photos of games and posting them on my account or sometimes skating if I get the chance nice. pretty much it honestly <clears throat> is that we were looking to try and like as well you from the outside perspective of like your hobbies and stuff you guys is quite like a community that's there mm-hmm. so like this year especially we're looking at like or going to like conventions and stuff like usually like obviously like on paper you're like oh that probably is going to be like a cesspool of neck beards but like <laughs> on a general sense on a general sense though you're like well we are basically like we are the, the people that enjoy we going exactly we just shave you know what i mean <laughs> but it's like shave. but like we want to you know what right guard is yeah <laughs> you know basic hygiene but um <laughs> I feel like we're just shitting on these people quite badly. Like, well, it's just a general term. It's not like yeah. you're saying anyone specific, you know what yeah. I mean? But, um... Shout out the real neckbeards. Yeah, shout out the real neckbeards. Shout out everyone who plays Super Smash Bros. competitively. Because you all fucking stink. Yeah. <laughs> but, in a general sense, if you were like, oh, there's a convention where you can go and pick up like retro gaming stuff mm. or gaming mm. merchandise or like watch pro players or meet people that Meet are like beards, or like or like game <laughs> vloggers or whatever you would all be like yeah cool so i don't know why we've got this like elitism yeah, like oh yeah. but we run an account you know what i mean <laughs> yeah. so oh, 150 I'm, followers I'm, the fuck you go exactly <laughs> so i, I think it's play that's a new question yeah. i think oh are we gonna i'll Let's probably cosplay, cosplay to be honest yeah. i was gonna cosplay in japan and then my outfit didn't come so i couldn't That'd be epic. What were we gonna cosplay as i was gonna go as leon kennedy but then it was way too much money so then i bought Barry Burton's costume and then they emailed me saying I I actually bought it like three, four months before I went to Japan and I was in Japan from October, from the end of October to November. Mm. So I had like three months for this to arrive and get everyone prepped and they were like, Yeah, this isn't gonna be ready till the tenth of November and I was like, Cunt, that's the day I get back from Japan. How is this helpful to me at all? 
So I just did you get to... a Leon Kennedy wig? No. Oh, come I'm on. Just gonna grow my hair out. <laughs> <laughs> Work it about. You can just smell the shockwave from here. <laughs> but yeah, like right down. Like going the, to... like the emo kids from South Park are always oh, the wrong. The emo kids, as in me from fucking S three. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but um, no, like going to something like that would be cool, and like sort of branching out and just speaking to people in that community because you know what I mean. It's that's what you're you're doing, and you're yeah. like, oh. We can't like come on here and like talk in a general sense of like, oh, we want people that are enthusiastic about games and then being like, oh, we're not going to that convention. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, that makes sense. It's just like A plus B equals C, you know what I mean? Yeah, that yeah. makes sense Speaking in that sense. From experience, like conventions are always like a lot of good fun. Because yeah. a few years ago, I went to EGX in right. Birmingham and that was with university because we'd done like a competition with the game that we were designing and I'd done the sound for it. So we ended up showcasing the game down there and like was just at the stall letting people play the game and this guy's just like comes up and chats to us for a bit and he was like oh i always come to like the indie game stalls first because like i don't get a lot of time to play games because i'm always developing them i was like oh what, like what is it you develop or whatever or, like what do you do and he was like oh i'm just the uh, lead car designer for forza horizon and forza motorsport yeah. i was like oh there's a business card there you go <laughs> not um, bad eh? and just like chatting to teams from like rare who done yeah. like sea of thieves and stuff like that they're like, the, the contacts you at, want like, Mm-hmm. You you kind of curtain these people off, and you don't think about like that they're actually human. Yeah. And then you yeah. meet them, and you're like, you're just a regular dude who knows yeah. how to fucking write code. And, yeah. But you're actually sound, and, like, and that's the thing as well. It's like, yeah, you're so right in saying that. You just think they're just kind of like cogs in a machine. But yeah. as soon as you meet them, you're like, wow, that guy, like, he's real. He wears he socks it. and shoes. I wear socks <laughs> and shoes. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I if you dinner at this time, at that <laughs> time. <laughs> if you look at like the face of a product, you're just like, oh yeah like that's master chief that's halo or whatever mm, yeah. but it, it's not the same as like film i think now is definitely getting it like this is like in general terms whereas like we always like to talk about like games in this like huge sphere but like if you look at like a general terms of people who have like like people that make games that have like fame i would say like hideo kojima that's very much it that like people are aware of like the same way that you're like you might watch film and you're like oh I love Christopher Nolan films. Mm. Or, yeah, 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 yeah. or like this person is my favourite writer. You know, it's like with Mackenzie, it's like Shinji Mikami. But like with a lot of people, you'd be like, who's that? You yeah. know, because it's like that's something you're passionate about. So yeah. when you do it, that's what, especially it's good looking into like the making of games because you're like, you see how much like blood, sweat and tears they're putting in. They're like, I'm, there's very little people I can imagine that are like in games development. And they're like, oh, I don't play games. What? I've never played a game in my life. Yeah. Whereas I imagine there's probably people in film that are like, oh, I maybe specialise more in music or stuff, but I'm just doing sound in this. There's very little people that I can imagine go through the blood, sweat and tears of getting a decent studio that aren't at least playing their games, you know? Yeah. So I think it's it's interesting, like, in the sense that you're saying of actually, like, going and networking with those people. Yeah. Cause yeah. Seeing the faces behind that. Yeah. yeah. It's that appreciation. Yeah, beforehand sure. it was just a case of like they're on the credits cool you're just a name but yeah then when you put like a face to that name yeah like it's a lot more you, meaning you, yeah like you can kinda, i don't even know how to describe it but it's just you, so hard to even see that a human created something like that whereas all you're seeing really thinks pixels. about it you just you're just like oh a game's getting released i'm gonna pick it up you don't think about like that's someone's kind of livelihoods like mm. they've put in maybe like I mean, some game studios you see they're doing like sixty-hour weeks and stuff like that, just so they can get stuff out on time. Mm-hmm. But then when you actually meet these people, you're like, man, you put a lot of fucking effort into mm. this. Yeah, and that's why they've got like dedications to 
their family and yeah. it's always like like game babies that were born during this development that's what game <laughs> babies mean and you're like your child came into this world while you were crunching on this game yeah. like that's how dedicated you were yeah. but i think a good example of like dedication like you brought up a, a really good thing when we were t- recording on friday about soundtracks <laughs> where you were saying completely forgot what i'm thinking now you're talking about christopher no the guy who done the music for christopher no hans oh, zimmer didn't yeah. even like um they didn't tell him it was like sci-fi no they just said they wanted like when well, when he pitched the idea to him he said i just want music for like a father and kind of child relationship he didn't say it was sci-fi what the setting it was mm-hmm. and then so zimmer just went and made the music and that was interstellar so if you think of like how, that's the thing but it's like it, when we were looking at like soundtracks for games like like Jack uh, Jack Amakens both got emotional because they were remembering times in their youth where they they're listening to that soundtrack because of the way memory works like your brain like can take you back to a moment yeah. with, with a sight and not usually a sight but it's more linked to your smell and like hearing something mm-hmm. so like to, to hear those soundtracks can take them to like i've usually got happy memories with games that i play i don't have like associated with sad times but like with some people they could hear a soundtrack and it takes them to like pinpoint that memory yeah and you're like a lot of people that wrote this music especially because it's in game development they never saw what they get it's not like super mario galaxy was made and then they were like play this game and make music of what they were like imagine a little italian plumber running through space and it's got to be cute and that's that's what you get and you're like all right we'll make music for it and then you're like oh this is awesome Mm -hmm. you know or like like go off the the usual but like last of us you know you're like oh it's got to be emotional and it's like this is what's happening in this game but no one's seen it and the most you might get is like storyboards of like here's a story and this is what the vibes we've won but most of those people that make music and the soundtracks and stuff don't see what their game is so it's like understand it from like a creative point of view and making it a bit more like maybe understanding the new realm is like film as well like people that make music for film they're never usually seeing the film that they make so i can't understand that people that are able to just come up with that off the top of their head that's like creativity to like oh mad yeah Yeah, it is mad it does totally blow my mind Especially because you're in a like you're in a band, mm-hmm. and it's just that idea where like, I I have such a passion for music and I listen to a lot of music. But if I was to ever be asked to be in a band, I don't know one way the fuck I would start to even think about writing lyrics or think yeah. about writing riffs because everything would just be I want it to sound like this band, so let's steal that riff. Yeah, Because yeah, so yeah. like if I was to make a band, it would literally just sound like Gojira, and I'd probably get copyrights. <laughs> I mean, so, it's literally just a case of I sit down with a guitar and go, yeah, that sounds all right together. We'll use that. Yeah, <laughs> I was, I'm not. I'm not that creative. I'm, sadly, I, I, I can't just say, go. I can't just like picture it in my head. Yeah, and fucking. Your synesthesia kicks in. You're like, I yeah. can taste this sound. Here, <laughs> yeah. Let's write it down. It's just a case of trial and error, really. because uh, mm. I, I would, I would say I'm not creative in that aspect. But if there's literally anything to do with gaming, I'd, I'd be way more creative on that. Like, oh, yeah. I would say you'd do the exact same. Like, yeah. Like you are creative you're just you're just saying that i know what you're like yeah <laughs> and it's like even like in just gen talking about general creativity it's like when you talk about stand-up comedians and they're like well i don't write anything down i just have like jokes in my head and i'll just say what comes out and you're like what no how do you even like you're like looking at like a special or something that's like 60 120 minutes and you're like you're just going off of what comes mm, in your head and chance. people are like nah, people are like laugh emoji like 
dying. dying. And you're like, that's crazy. Like, if I do a joke that like everyone laughs at, I'm like, oh, that's quite cool. But like, I couldn't be like, beat, 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 no, yeah. beat, can't laugh, be laugh, 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 laugh. And you're no. like, what? Yeah, so that joke, you're like, that's me done. That's exactly. Me done you're like, I've <laughs> I fulfilled the core. Laugh. Yeah, exactly. Name, <laughs> I would literally turn into the Joker and just be like, laugh to myself for the full hour. I would never be able to do it. Um, yeah, okay. Grand finale question. Uh, I feel like we've kind of covered most of this, but what's like a either your favourite game or, or game uh, series of all time or just a game that you'd want people to play because you think it's underappreciated? That's a really good question. I really like that. Thank you. Yeah, I let's just, just go with right recommendations. I think that's a good one yeah. rather than like favourite games because we kind of covered that at the start of like what games we like to play. But like, you guys go first because I, no, <laughs> I have no idea what to recommend. Games are usually good at these ones. Uh, I'm panicking as well. I'm like, why the hell is that? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> well, I would say that's alright. That's what your guests are for. You know? I would say easily favorite, like one of my favorite games ever, probably is just Fallout New Vegas. That's easily mm. one of my favorite games ever. I'd say favorite franchise, obviously Resident Evil. And um, mm. if I was to say a game that I want people to play, it would probably be a PlayStation Two game called Maximal Ghost of Glory or Maximal Army of Zen. It's just two completely underappreciated games because it just flew right under the radar and nobody mm. really cared about it and it was it was made it was all inspired from an old game for the NES and the SNES as well called Ghouls and Goblins or right. Ghosts and Goblins whatever it's like there's hundreds of names for it so like it's the same <laughs> G -G. it's the <laughs> it's the same it's, it's still Capcom so it's like all the love is there mm. and like Maximo has like the soundtrack where it's been like remastered to suit like a modern day so it's like all the love is there and right. the game plays absolutely fantastically and it's so it's again just as punishing as the old games and again just completely flew under the radar and i didn't know anyone that knew it bar used to yeah. it was i just wish more people would maybe show appreciation in that game and then capcom might think about doing something with it again but mm. i highly doubt it'll ever come into play again how would you sum up like the like what is about like say if you had to do like a sentence or two sentences of like what it, what it's about and what it plays like right. for like for someone who's watching and is like Oh, that sounds interesting. So, like this, there's like a kingdom that gets overrun by the dead, and the literal death comes to you and says, "I'm out of a job because all the souls are living up on the land right now. So you need to do my job for me, do my bidding, and go slay everyone and bring all their souls back to me." So that's how the game runs. To be fair, if you're not sold on that, I don't know what yeah. you like. Here's the <laughs> selling point: it's a souls-like game. Oh, fuck. <laughs> it is. It is honestly. It is, it is. The original is honestly just as punishing as a Souls I game. I think it's more punishing, to be honest. Mm. Mind that time we were around at yours, we were just like taking turns every time we died, so it was just like every two minutes, right there you go. Mm. I'm, I'm pan breed. Yep. But, but the art style is like it's definitely not like a. I'm not saying like it's not serious. It's not like a dark, like Dark Souls. It's like very much. It's like, very cartoonish. Yeah, cartoony mm. and like, but it's, it's got a lot of humor in it mm. as well, despite how seriously punishing it is. Yeah. What about you, Jack? I mean, I was going to recommend a game. I'm, there's not many people I know have played it, but Shadow of the Colossus is like a, mm. an absolute gem for me because um, I've got a lot of memories tied to that game um, and just that was a lot of time in my childhood spent on that. It's literally just a game where there's 16 colossi. You're a guy whose um, girlfriend or partner has died and he's trying to uh, revive her through some ancient magic or whatever by killing these colossi and kind of backfires 
Yeah, it's like it's one of those one of those ones where the plot is like very threadbare. It's like yeah. all told through like story, like music and like yeah. setting. But there's like no narration. Back in the PS2, dialogue. it was like if you can imagine, like obviously it's got a PS4 remaster now, which, which is amazing. But if you look at the old PS2, like I remember seeing footage of him when I was a kid. I was like, what? This is the same system that's playing like Jack and Daxter, mm-hmm. where it'd be like, you'd be running up, and you'd be coming up on a horse, and it like when he says like a colossus, it's like like you know, 40 50 foot tall yeah. in game and no, not only that you then like are able to jump and grab onto its fur and climb, and climb up it and you're just it. like how did they make this game yeah, yeah. but um totally ahead of its time yeah mm-hmm. for sure mm-hmm. and then just shout out from software and difficult <laughs> games in general <laughs> yeah they definitely need the plug <laughs> <laughs> when you go then uh, you got anything you're hitting a panic yeah See the i definitely say like well then, yeah. I'd definitely say <laughs> Remedy Remedy Studio games. So mm-hmm. the most recent one that they've done is Control, which is like if you had to sum it up, it's like an, that sort of like X Files and um can't think of X Files. X Files and like Men in Black theme, where it's like the oh the stuff that you thought is like supernatural is actually very everyday, and it's like you're going through like a go- the government building is the Federal Bureau of Control, which is all about like controlling these. Um, things that are like possessed or from another being or dimension but it's all very much like an office and very like monotonous and boring so it's like all these files that are like just like oh yeah remember to put the possessed rubber duck back in the containment unit and like (laughs) and it's just got so much like passion that sense where it's like you walk by um most recent one that I've done is like walk by a containment unit that had a fridge and there was someone sat watching it and it's like starts screaming for you to come over and he's like please no one's came to like don't do my shift swap and it's like this fridge has to be watched 24-7 like without blinking or like the fridge will, or like the end the world will just end and no one's like oh why they're just like oh this is what it is like make sure Jerry gets his shift swap at 8 o'clock <laughs> so it's very much weird in that sense mm. that's most that's recent and like the game looks amazing so I'd pick that up but um, before that, definitely Alan Wake. That's definitely a game that doesn't get a lot of appreciation, mm-hmm. and that plays like a Stephen King, like the you could write a book on it and it would mm-hmm. be amazing. Where it's like an author, um, I saw a, a horror author that's like down and out, like isn't really getting the same popularity as he used to. Kind of the same beats as like Misery, but um, goes away to like this like cabin in the woods to reignite and like separate himself and make his like de grace and um then like blanks out and it turns out the stuff that he's writing about is like coming to um and he has to like fight these like shadow monsters and you're like cutting about the woods at night and it's like the only things that can get beat with is like through light so mm. you're doing like, like through flashlights and street lamps and stuff like that is a proper scale so that's clever. like that's yeah. old uh 360 and i don't think yeah. it was ps3 i think it was just 360, it was just 360 yeah. that's a good one i would pick up definitely that sounds awesome uh, mine's you? is uh, Candy Crush. Yo, shout out Candy Crush. <laughs> Best selling. Yeah, what's crazy is that Candy Crush probably has made more money than all those games combined. Oh, yeah. And that's disgusting. I mean, probably, <laughs> yeah, that's that's like, what has the world succumbed to? Imagine <laughs> that. That would that'd be interesting to see like how much money they actually make off that. Because um, it was one of those ones that's like the mobile gaming strategy that everyone know, knows now where it's like looking for the sharks that will be like, oh, I want to pay $10 to get past this level. Mm. And you're like... Facebook mum's gone mental. Yeah. Yeah. Facebook mum's gone wild. Give me a heart. Come on. <laughs> Come on, somebody. I just need I just need one more to go past this level. 
There's mad levels as well. I swear there's like 3,000 levels. And it's just like adding like 500 every week. It just doesn't end. Never ends. They're just like Facebook mums unite. It's a community. It is a community. It's a community of gamers. time at Candy Crush Mummy. They have like their own like threads on Facebook. Like, oh yeah, for sure. I guarantee <laughs> you. I'm gonna go now and I'm look up a Reddit thread on like Candy Crush. I will have a 4chan page. I have a Reddit page and everything. What mums know what Reddit is? Let's be honest. That's actually true. My mum doesn't. Yeah, know. and she is a Candy Crush. They're sticking to Facebook and just Facebook. That's yeah, the only Facebook thing they get. Groups. To be fair, like I can't operate Reddit either. <laughs> to be fair, so I wouldn't blame them. Most mums Google things on Facebook. Oh yeah, like, true. Type in Google on Google. Just a Facebook called East Renfrewshire Candy Crush Mums. It's like a PTA meme. To be fair, can we put a PSA on this podcast? Please stop putting Google into Google. Like it's it became a joke, but the amount of people I see on a day to day basis that go to the top of their bar on Google Chrome, type in Google or on a Google search bar. To then enter Google, to then do it, it's like part of their ritual. I don't get it. This was a direct attack on my mum. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, but it's and my mum as well. I'm sure like every mum's out there. It's just all like, mums. Can we this just was have a direct like, attack on all mums? Can we just get like the <laughs> prime minister and the president to sit down and be like, "This is a PSA." I know there's like imminent World War Three. Stop typing Google into Google. <laughs> the PSA. search bar is already there. A ban, a bombish all boomers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Zoomers only. That's it. <laughs> Hashtag Zoomer. closure Chrome tabs. <laughs> oh. um, but yeah thanks guys for coming on that was really thanks awesome thanks so much for thanks for having us, us and no, thanks for showing off your sweet setup now we're going to go back in our basement <laughs> and yeah. like yeah cool Drinking there's hissing and uh, bands doing jazz practice in the background <laughs> but cool thanks oh, for glowing okay. right. sounds like you're bragging I don't have any jazz playing in the background <laughs> uh, no it's, it's definitely not a brag <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, well, you're welcome to come back anytime. Thanks so, very much. Thank you very much. It was brilliant. Um, and you were all very interesting. And yeah, do you want to plug anything before we close it? I mean, we've kind of plugged everyone, but do you want to kind of round it off? Like? We had it off again. We've got nest.cast mm-hmm. for our Instagram. Please go follow that. We've got reviews, appreciation posts, and questions and stuff. Even if you don't listen to the podcast, it's something cool to just like have on your feed, I guess. And we've got giveaways. Oh, yeah, we've got giveaways oh. coming up. Yeah. Tell us more about the giveaway. What's going on there? Right. Better go follow the page. Exactly. Go follow the page. You'll find oh, out. <laughs> Get the people going. Jack, your band. Go follow Twitter. Um, Nestcast. And go follow Revolve Glasgow on Instagram. And follow Maximo.Customs as well, then, since we're at it. <laughs> and Maximo. Just Maximo. Just Maximo, Maximo yeah. forgot about that one, yeah. Bootlegs. So yeah, go listen to volumes. Rise up. Volumes. Volumes.